So bringing to that point, uh, I say branding, you're a fine girl, quoted Star-Lord-ish. <laughs> <laughs> so on this episode of the Nerd Brand Podcast, as you can tell, we've already gotten started. So welcome. Glad you can come into our conversation. Um, but that's where that's from. What what made you come up with this one? <laughs> so I, um, for a while now, because you know my taste in music, it's very um, eclectic, like all across the board. Like I'll listen to Bob Marley one second, and then I'll flip it onto electronic disco music, or then I'll put on Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Um, just the album in Guardians of the Galaxy, like my friends would come into me and, mm-hmm. and say like, oh, I love this movie. Like the album, like you would love it. It has all the classics in it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I've never seen the movie. And just the look on people's faces are just absolute flabbergast like expression on their face. So I eventually <laughs> broke down and started watching volume one and volume two with uh, my significant other. And just the songs get stuck in my head. Um, like right now, you spin me right round. Like that that's stuck in my head. I can tell you right off the top of my head, that's a song that's trapped. But uh, well, well, the, the song, the music. Every movie has a shtick. Mm-hmm. Um, like Star Trek, is, the character is the Enterprise. Mm-hmm. Everybody is like, oh, Captain Kirk and Spock. I'm like, no, nah, you know, anybody can do that. It's the, the character is the ship. Mm-hmm. That's why they're always blowing it up and doing stuff with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, Star Wars, it's, it's you know, the, the camaraderie between the three of them. But the Millennium Falcon is the real star, the ship. And the Guardians of the Galaxy, it's the music. That's the star. Mm-hmm. So it's not kind of surprising that it sticks with everybody because, I mean, that was, I, thought, I think, I'm pretty sure that was the point. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry, you said st- you were talking about the ships and the gear that are star, like they're the starship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I see what you did. There. I had to point it out. I'm so sorry for you all <laughs> that's listening. Um, but what this kind of goes into is like, so I say branding, another another pun you're a fine girl uh it kind of goes into the different elements of branding which i mean i learned in school and i'm sure a lot of people who have successful businesses like have followed this practice as well they've caught on Uh, but in this case instead of calling it elements of branding it's the guardians of branding another (laughs) pun i'm so sorry everybody it just actually no it works because we talk about brand guidelines Mm -hmm. a lot you know, and people kind of think that it's just this document with stuff on it mm-hmm. and they can get that made anywhere. It's like, no, there was really a lot of thought that went into that before that document was made and how it was made mm-hmm. because it's alive, it's breathing, it's going to continue to expand. But more importantly, like, you know, whenever like in web mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm coding something, I go for that document because I don't remember the color code and it has it on there. I need that document. and And I don't remember that. Because there's like four or five colors. Well, what mm-hmm. color is this? Okay, well, buttons are blue. Whoopsies, I made them green. I have to go back and, and that document will tell me like, hey, no, 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 no. Blue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and everything appears different on like uh, on a screen too. So different varieties of colors. Like those hex codes that you or Pantone color mm-hmm. codes, that they are very helpful. It narrows yeah. down exactly the shade that you want and it. Oh, our color, our colors transformed greatly over the last three years because mm-hmm. uh, we keep updating every year because Pantone issues new palettes mm-hmm. and revises them. And because colors get colors are a science. I mean, it's it's you know it's made they're made from nature. I mean, your food coloring is an example, and it's like our orange has gotten richer. Uh, the, the 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 blues and greens that we use, um, it all changed for the better, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it continues to get better. Um, and, and it's necessary part of your brand 
uh, to have a strong identity, mm-hmm. which that's actually one of your points. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the question being is like, what makes it so great? Like where there's always that one brand that, you know, just knocks it out of the park, Nike, yeah. Apple, yeah. Samsung, you know, those great brands. They're the popular kids at the cafeteria table. And but, but like, <laughs> the question is like, what, why are they so great? What, what gravitates consumers towards them? And one of them being is a strong brand identity yeah. is just being clear and consistent, uh, messaging and setting those tones uh, apart from people that you're competing against. Yeah. So tone, when we say uh, message and tone, I know these are branding is a very abstract topic, which is why everybody has a hard time understanding what it is that you do or we do. And what is it like? There are certain clients, we don't even have to talk about it, what we do, because they kind of know that's how they approach us at the beginning in the first place. A lot of times people come to us, they need a website, they need an ad, they need social media, they need something that's a deliverable, that's a tactic as we call it. We try to back them into branding because we're realizing that what the words that are being typed out, the literal words that are being used are not, it's beyond spelling. It is more of a tone. It is like, you know, you really mean to somebody or I can (laughs) say it like, really mean to somebody. Mm -hmm. And it has a different tone and a scene and, and a vibe, you know, and it's like, uh, we do this all the time in communication with one another, and it happens in ads, and we don't think about it that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, that tone is like, is your tone informative? Are you trying to tell a story? Is it playful? Is it like, these are things that exist. Your copy is going to, it's, and it's going to influence graphics and the designs because of the tone. Mm-hmm. Like pl- ours is, is very playful. Yeah. And I can say honestly say that everyone um, internally has that same kind of tone like we all think not think alike but we have very similar uh tones and like sense of humor like we all have that in common i feel like and you can go for like um a fun color like pink Mm -hmm. and have the tone of f off (laughs) and it's funny yeah and it fits the brand if it fits the brand Mm -hmm. if it doesn't fit the brand don't do it because you've just You've insulted people or and alienated them. You know, it kind of really is a subject. It's that's why it's called a brand identity. It is subject to that brand, that company, and it is not something that is templated. Which is why it's not a service. You can just say, "Here's a package." This isn't. We're not cable. We're not Spectrum. We're not offering phone, internet, and mm-hmm. TV. It doesn't work that way. You know, uh, your strategy is going to be developed out of brand con- doing consulting with us to figure out like. Mm-hmm. Are you guys even funny? Like, mm-hmm. you know, sit in a room with a bunch of lawyers. They ain't funny. <laughs> so you don't really want to develop a brand that's funny. And they ain't going to go for pink on their website. Mm-hmm. They're going to go for the old staple browns and blues and that's it. So, you know, you kind of have to think about that when you are when you think about your brand. I mean, and it kind of goes into your emotional connection. I mean, yeah. colors will make you feel something. Mm-hmm. We completed a project for Big Bentley Pet Supply. I when I first saw the brand guide, it gave me emotion. It got me emotional uh, because I looked at it. It was a radical change, but it was colorful, beautiful. Even the colors and how the colors were labeled and named was different. It wasn't just saying, "Well, it's blue," mm-hmm. you know. And uh, I talked to uh, Reba, our designer, and she was like, "That was the point." Mm-hmm. So it hit the mark. Yeah, and I wasn't the only one that that happened to. I showed it to. Uh, Josh over at Chamber St. Matthews, I showed it to a couple other people to kind of preview it. And it was like, it got him. Got Jonathan Braden, mm-hmm. you know, showed it to him at a Christmas party for St. Matthews. Mm-hmm. He was just like, whoa, you know? Um, so it does have an impact. The colors you choose, the tone you choose, and how you go about it, it's very significant. And it's if you don't start well with something, you're just not going to end well. 
Yeah, and that's exactly what I was thinking too. Like that very that early on with a new with a rebrand and and just a style guide or a brand guide and alone, like you haven't even done like video production for a commercial or anything right. like that because that's really where you want to do that emotional appeal. Yeah. If if that's what if that's what your tone wants to be or what you want to portray to your uh, target audience, but just that very early on in the process, that's just that just shows how powerful and how how um and what potential it could bring yeah. in the future too. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, which also now you got on here reputation. So a positive reputation is built on delivering a high quality product service. But also I like how you include ethical practices and strong customer service. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of people focus on strong customer service a lot. Um that's actually not something I think you should focus on because it could be the wrong customer. Kind of mm-hmm. where, from where I go. I mean, it just is. You know, mm-hmm. not every customer is your customer. You you can't look at your entire audience as a customer base. Exactly. Like an example is like trying to appeal to the like depends yeah. the brand. Yeah. <laughs> the the adult diaper brand. Oh, I know like, what it is. Yeah. yeah you don't want to approach that with tw- people my age. Like, oh, cool. Yeah. Like, oh, that one friend that you know has had too many. Like that could work on him. <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> but like I'll ask my 80-year-old grandmother like if she would be interested like it's, yeah. it you got to make sure that you're not uh it's kind of like what we talked a couple episodes uh ago and how um not every ad is going to appeal to you right in some way like it's right. just it, and the fatigue from it like it it makes it even that much more frustrating like if it's an ad that you hear constantly over and over again and if it doesn't apply to you and what's the point? Like you kept hearing like the Shane Co ads on the yeah on uh, the radio. And see that, for me, like yeah. I'm not going to buy myself an engagement ring, so like it doesn't even <laughs> it doesn't even mean anything. That, you know, that's so funny. Of course, it's that time of year we're coming upon as we record this podcast. I mean, it, and this is not for Valentine's Day or anything. So I think this episode will be before or way after. But yeah, it got like it gets crazy, like. It keeps coming up this thing like a man should buy like six months of his salary to buy the ring. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, so I'm not going to eat for six months? Like, yeah, that's not happening. (laughs) Like, you know, and it's so funny to me uh, about that. Um, But yeah, these ads, the the product or service is going to hit a certain group of people, but also at a certain income. Mm -hmm. So when you put an ad out there and these people don't have that income, you really wasted your spend and placement because mm-hmm. they're not just not going to respond to it. No. In fact, they might get a little irritated by it because, like, I can't get a car, you know, or I can't afford eggs. Mm-hmm. Like, my credit co- my credit score is crap. Yeah. <laughs> they're not letting me have uh, walk out of here with a car. Yeah, yeah, that I want exactly. So, yeah, right message at the right time for the right audience exactly. is what that boils down to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and coming and coming into customer focus off of the back of that is like understanding that audience, their needs. And then delivering value to that. Um, there's a lot of people that I know that sell a specific product and they go at it from a fearful uh, end result value and not the benefit of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like you can't sell something on totally on the value. And what I mean is like, like retirement plans or insurance, I'll just say that. 
you know, I'm not thinking about 10, 20 years from now. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm thinking about next week. You know, I'm thinking about like, I got to go to the grocery store and get that. I hope stuff's on sale. That's kind of where we are right now in society. Mm-hmm. It's become so immediate since COVID. I've noticed that too. Like that's a question that nobody really asks anymore post-COVID. And I and I was asked that recently um, for, um, I'm part of YPAL, Young Professionals Association of Louisville. Yeah. And uh, they had a virtual speed networking event earlier this week. And that was one of the questions that were entered into this drawing that we, uh, they had a sheet that you filled out um, once you uh, RSVP'd to the event. Uh-huh. And they're like, what kind of questions do you want to be asked to engage with the breakout rooms that you're Mm. put in? And uh, one of them was, uh, where do you see yourself in five years? (laughs) And like, how do you how do you see yourself getting there? Like, what support do you need? And when they asked that, I I just drew a blank. I'm like, I don't know. I'm living every day like it's like my last. Like, I just I don't I don't want to think too much ahead. Um, so well, it's just weird so- how that question has diminished over <laughs> Could time. Could you imagine getting that question in 2015? Like, where do you see yourself in five years? Isolated in my apartment, not talking to anybody. <laughs> All alone. <laughs> All alone on TikTok doing a dance. <laughs> What's TikTok? You'll see. <laughs> it's like Vine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That'll, that'll make people excited. It's like Vine. Yeah. Consistency is the next thing. Uh, delivery of products or services that meet exceed expectations. That's the biggest thing about Mm -hmm. this is the expectations. Like you can work really hard to set them and everybody says like you got to set customer expectations, you know, given like you just pointed out ever since the pandemic, like people don't have the attention span to remember what the expectations were. Mm -mm. Even if you write it out, they just, it's a baffling issue that I have no answer for. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's like, you see what you get and they're still not happy. And I guess that's the rise of the Karens that are on the internet. (laughs) It's like, really? (laughs) Really though? How much, how much quality did you expect out of that Big Mac? I Mm -hmm. mean, (laughs) So, but, you know, it's mm-hmm. not, nothing's like, changed. Like, even, uh, like, I, waiting, like, I don't have patience. Like, in this, uh, it was last Thursday, um, Pete and I went, uh, decided to do a date night. So, we go to Chick-fil-A, and we're like, well, we can't remember the last time we ate inside of Chick-fil-A. So, right. we did that before we went to main event, because we had no idea what we wanted to do. I'm like, honestly, I just want to play arcade games. I just want to be total <laughs> dweeb and do that with you. We want to do laser tag. That's fine too. Huh. <laughs> so we're eating inside this Chick Fil A, and this woman comes in, and it's forty-five. She claims that it's been forty-five minutes since she placed her order, and she's been waiting in like a, the little roundabout thing that they have. So she's yelling at the uh, Chick Fil A team, who are all like fairly young, like they're probably high school yeah. age. And the man, the probably the think the guy that was manager who was dressed differently, he was wearing a black shirt and everyone else was wearing a red shirt or yeah. vice versa. And he looked like he was about my age. So I'm like, these are younger people. Like, yes, 45 minutes is awful, but you yelling at them and diminishing them like that, that's not going to make anything yeah, better. It doesn't like, you know, threatening or yelling or it, it doesn't, that, that's not how that I think that's been the biggest problem that I've noticed basically in society is that everybody seems to want to escalate things to mm-hmm. unreasonable levels over insignificant things that, you know, in six months you won't even hell in six days you won't remember. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like things like that, whenever 
I can't remember who it was that told me this, but whenever if something happened and it's bothering you, she would ask me, like, is it going to bother you in a year from now? Right. And and that's a yes or no, like, and then that's your answer. Yeah. So just having, putting that into perspective, like, if it's something so minuscule, like, does it enrich your life any at the end yeah. of the day? Is yeah. it going to be that's life a basic or question. death? Yeah. That's, that's, that's perspective. Mm-hmm. And perspective is way more valuable than expectations. Mm-hmm. Uh, because once you set, once you figure out what the perspective is of that person, then you can set the expectations. Mm-hmm. But honestly, you probably don't need to because they kind of are in alignment with you on thinking about what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, when the perspective is different, like, you know, it is. I mean, it happens all the time in service industries, anywhere, everywhere you go. Oh, yeah. You know, the perspective is, is that you should do for me because I gave you money. Mm-hmm. No, not really. No. And I always notice, like, because I've, I've been in those shoes. I've I've been the receiving end of dissatisfaction, and yeah. and then it's it's not a pretty pic. It's not a pretty picture to quote the genie <laughs> from Aladdin. Sorry, um, and it's just whenever I notice somebody like that, like if I am a couple people back and waiting to put an order in, yeah. I normally like give them a little something extra, or I'll just be like my tone, like how I talk to people. I always say, thank you. I always uh, have a smile on my face. Like yesterday when I went to Quills, I'd never been to Quills before. So I asked cashier, uh, like, what do you recommend? And I know like if I'm on that receiving and someone asks me for my expertise, that makes me feel good about myself too. So it's the little things like that. Well, you know, you've got, you've got following here to kind of go through. You've got adaptability, uh, Mm -hmm. the ability to evolve and stay relevant in a changing market differentiation, which you need to figure out what your unique position is in that market. Mm-hmm. Um, what sticks out to me is effective leadership. you got strong leadership here and effective leadership that drives the brand's vision. A lot of people, I have this conversation a lot, mm-hmm. a lot, because people will ask me like, what's the vision of nerd brand? And I'm like, you can see it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's right there. If you don't want to read our website, that's okay. That's fair. But you listen to the podcast. I mean, this is what, what we do. Um, you know, you're, if you're not leading, then you're managing, but a lot of people are forced to do both. Mm -hmm. And that's a really bad place to be in because they're not the same trains of thought. And they're also not the same tactic either. Like I'm not really a man, much of a manager anymore. That's more John. Mm -hmm. I'm more of the lead. You know, I'm the tip of the spear. I'm kind of the guy that's over the treetops. Like, you know, y'all going to drag along with me or stay behind. It doesn't matter. I'm going. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll catch what's happening pretty quick. Um, John's the one that's like, okay, we need to get this done. Shit's got to get done, as they say. Mm-hmm. That's John. So, you know, John follows my lead impl- implicitly. Like, if I'm saying, we're going to do this, we're going to pivot, we're going to do this, this is it. It happens. There's not really a lot of debate or argument. There's really no argument. It just kind of does. Because mm-hmm. what I he knows that I'm listening very carefully and I'm considering a lot of opinions, but I'm not following someone else to drive the bus. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, but yeah, it takes a lot of, in the conclusion, it takes a lot of strategy to nail down consistency factor in a brand messaging. Um, so, but we're here, as you say, um, <laughs> the guardians of branding. We are the guardians of Branding. Yeah. And that's kind of like your role is, uh, Michaela's role is to be there to help you figure out like, is this going to be on brand if we do this? Mm-hmm. Um, you may have an idea. You may want to do a campaign, which I hope you do. Cause when you meet with us every month, that's what we're doing. We're coming up with an ad campaign. That ad campaign has creative. It has a message. It has tone. 
And if a tone doesn't fit your brand, she's going to tell you. <laughs> so will Mitch and so will John and me. We'll be like, uh, people aren't familiar with that. They're probably going to not recognize you. And that's probably, or it's going to dilute the brand, uh, which can be even more dangerous. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but that's sort of the stick of guardians of branding and branding your fine girl. I just thought that was funny when you first came to me with that title because I was mm-hmm. like, what? Like, it has potential. I swear it does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When you came to me with that, I was like, is Michaela Cat calling? Because I don't think we can do that on there. <laughs> no, I swear. And to those, to those listening, I am not cat calling and I am not a misogynist. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we appreciate y'all listening and you know where to find us and tune in next time on Nerd Rant. We want to thank our listeners for tuning into this episode of the Nerd Brand Podcast. You can check out this episode and future ones at nerdbrandagency.com slash podcast or head to Apple Podcast or Spotify app and search for Nerd Brand and download and subscribe. We'll see you next week. And remember, keep your nerd brand strong. Nerd Brand.